1: Well, it was a great day at work for Kiwi big man Tom Walsh early yesterday morning as the shot sort produced his best throw in four seasons, if you can believe that, to finish second at the latest Diamond League meet in London. He produced 22.58 metres. It's a monstrous throw. Second uh, round to comfortably finish second behind giant American Ryan Krause's fifth round effort of 23.07, which just happened to steal tom walsh's meat record as well it was the kiwi's best distance uh, since the 2290 he produced to finish third in the world champs in doha or well, way back in 2019 the timing could not have been better with the 2023 world champs in budapest less than a month away well we we'll tracked down tom he is in the uk this morning i uh, hope we haven't uh, dragged you out of the local boozer tom to celebrate um <laughs> what, what are you up to what are you up to tonight
0: uh, no, pretty lucky nights tonight, Smithy. We um, last night we had a we had a few fanters and, and played a bit of pool with a few other guys, so um, that was good. But uh, last tonight's just more about, or well, today's recovering a little bit of travel and then uh, getting back back into training and and as you said before, getting ready for World Champs uh, coming in about three weeks time.
1: Hey, that's a good effort. Uh, you must be very thrilled with uh, that that p- that particular throw, uh, Tom. Um, just a, a suggestion uh, that you're on the right track. Then,
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's, it's, a, it's a really nice feeling to have. Uh, over look over the last four years, essentially since 19, um, not only for me but for a lot of people, there's been some ups and downs, and and uh, and for me, you know, there's been a lot of you know self doubt. Um, creeping and and wonder you know do I still have what it takes you know can I still throw far all those things and and um, I kind of felt like this season um, and and the end of next season that we we're starting to put something together nicely and um, just didn't hadn't cashed those chips in so uh, we'll be knocking on the door this season and, and I've been really uh, consistently throwing you know around high twenty ones and then to start. Moving a lot better in the circle, um, you know, at London last night or the other night, uh, and to put it together in a throw uh, and have a great series as well of throws, um, you know, is a, is a great feeling and and one of the, well, the one of the major reasons why I do the sport is is to get that, I get um, you know chase that dream of that perfect throw, that feeling that it, that it feels like.
1: So, Tom, uh, what have you been tinkering with? Because if you look at your style. You know, it, it's pretty compact. I mean, there's not a lot of areas I would imagine you can drastically change, like a golf swing, for instance. So what are the little things you work on?
0: Well, maybe not yours or my golf swing, um, Smitty, but um, there's uh, little bits to, to, to work on for sure. Uh, I guess the tricky thing about me uh, and what I do is, um, obviously, my shot puts measured in a straight line, and and I've got to try and change my rotational um, movement into linear, uh, and and that's something that we've been really trying to nail down, uh, and 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 essentially just try and line that ball up so I get, you know, a hundred percent of my horsepower going into the ball, and and not sharing um, left or right of it, and so that's kind of what we're trying to work towards, and then you know once we get it right in training then trying to nail it and um in competition with freedom and and then that next gear that comes with competition as well
1: so tom um when you say we tell us a wee wee bit about your coaching or training setup at the moment are you are you coached um on the spot or are you coached remotely how does
0: it work these days Oh look, it, it's a bit of both, to be honest. I'm I'm lucky right now to have my coach Hayden Hall here um, with me in the UK, which is which is nice. Um, and and he's here until Worlds, and then um, he'll he'll um, go home, and I'll carry on and do a few more comps. So we. Um, we kind of see each other sporadically through the year but but we're always you know, staying in touch with, you know, videos and, and, and calling each other and so forth and um, not only him but also the rest of my team too, mate. You know, I've got a you know, a strengthening conditioner, I've got a sports psychologist, I've got a nutritionist, uh, you know, I've got physios and massage therapists, so it's uh there's there's a lot of a lot of people behind me that, that, that get me to do what um what I do.
1: Psychologically, is an interesting one because uh, you're continuing at the moment, anyway, to chase this American beast, Ryan Krauser. What is the mental side of of, of that? Knowing that you know this guy um, is is at the he's at the head of the pack at the moment. Uh, what what is what? How do you get the positivity around that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I guess in a weird way, um, you know, we're not like cricket. Um, or rugby where we, where we react to someone else. Um, yeah, for sure. If, if Ryan throws far, there is a little bit of, oh, shit. Um, but, uh... We we are trying to kind of keep ourselves in the right space and and worry about myself, and if I worry about myself and and you know focus on myself, what I need to do on a daily basis, when I'm, whether I'm in the gym or the shop circle, whether I'm doing some rehab or or getting some recovery, and um and just piece by piece we put them together, uh, you know it it. Uh, you should put yourself in the best position to throw a long way and and you know this throw um in london the other night has given me a little bit more confidence to believe in in what we're doing uh and and to keep keep going that way and and to know that he's not out of reach um where you know like i always had in the back of my mind I'm, i'm i'm starting to think you know i'm starting to build a good season and and so forth but it's uh it's also nice now to to kind of get one or two throws out there and to kind of go, you know what, he's actually he's there, I'm I'm there or thereabouts, and and come World Champs in three weeks when I'm going to be a bit fresher, um, and and so forth. Uh, it's going to be a good old-fashioned um, dust up.
1: Looking forward to it, Tom. We we really are. So in terms of competition, anything before the World Champs, or is it straight out training based now?
0: No, it's, it's straight out training base now. We're um we're actually going to the south of France, which is you know hard work with the New Zealand team, um to to get in uh, a, a bit about about two weeks of training training camp before um, World Champs. So uh, here in the UK for a few more a few more days, and then heading down to the south of France to catch up with some Kiwis, and uh, and then you know going to Budapest to I guess uh, trying to trying trying to bring the bickies home.
1: Tell us about the, this Diamond League, uh, Tom, because uh, obviously there's uh, financial benefits and doing well in it, but just how important is it to a career like yours?
0: Oh look, the, the, I think um, especially in throwing events, and especially in men's shot put, there's no diamond league that you know the be, the guys who are in the field, the eight guys who are in the field will probably be the top twelve out of out of the top twelve guys in the world. So it's always incredibly um, competitive, and and uh, you know you can you can get fifth or sixth um, pretty easily there if you have a rough day. Um, but on the on the financial side of things, you know it. it, it uh, it's not as lucrative as what it once was um you know there's been a lot going on in the world in the last few years and and uh and the diamond league is feeling the pinch along with a lot of us too so um i'm always always looking for more sponsors smitty um but uh look i, I do the sport because um, i love competing i love you know trying to put on a show for the for the crowd that comes and watches and and london was awesome i I think we had 50-odd you know, thousand people there, which was, which was an awesome Diamond League to be a part of.
1: Tom, uh, what about uh, other Kiwis you've been uh, rubbing shoulders with? I see Jacko was fifth uh, in your event uh, the other day, but uh, there's been some pretty impressive Kiwi performances leading into these world champs.
0: Oh mate, I I think uh, we probably don't understand as a New Zealand public right now how good um, some other the, the some of our Kiwi athletes are in athletics. Um, you know, for the longest period of time on the Diamond League circuit, it was you know Val uh, and Nick, and then you know it was me by myself for a long time, and maybe a little bit of Val and Nick. But now that we, you know, we've got five or six um, athletes uh, at some of these Diamond Leagues now, which is a completely different feel, um, from Hamish Kerr, you know, Geordie Beamish, Eliza, obviously, Zoe Hobbs, uh, old Sammy Tanner, the wee firecracker that he is, and and uh, Tori Peters did really well the other day. So, uh, athletics as a sport's in a really good place in New Zealand. We've got some uh, people that will be pushing for medals, and we've got some people that will be pushing for, you know, top eight placings come world champs, which is which
1: is pretty cool. Okay, uh, let's look at uh, one of the other issues which has is raised, and it's become a bit of an ugly head too, Tom, and I noticed you made a comment or two about it, but we'd love to hear uh, your opinion again on the, on the Commonwealth Games decision for Victoria to yeah. say, right, uh, yeah, we want it. Uh, no, actually, no, actually, we don't want it anymore. Uh, tough cheese. Uh, your immediate reaction, because you have had a magnificent record in Commonwealth Games, and I imagine yeah. they're very significant to you.
0: Oh, I think it is, and I think it's. Um, it, look, I, I love, I love every time I get to pull on the black singlet. It's a, it's a pretty special moment, and we are very fortunate in athletics to not only just have the Commonwealth Games, we also have World Championships and Olympic Games. So, um, the Commonwealth Games is one of the big three for us for sure. But, but you you take it away from sports that only have the Commonwealth Games, um, and I could imagine how they're feeling about it, and. You know, from a general athlete point of view, um, it is really sad. You know, being in Melbourne, pretty much a home-com games, uh, you know, it may be the only time some friends and some family get to actually go over and can afford to do that as well. So um, to have that opportunity taken away from um, us as athletes and with – You know, all of the other stuff that has been going on with sporting events in in the last few years with COVID and stuff, uh, it is pretty sad. And, and, you know, I just really hope the Victorian government or the Australian government can figure something out and, and, um, uh, you know, get get the games put back on um, somewhere.
1: When it comes to uh, the world champs coming up, uh, uh, I'd imagine you've looked at the schedule for the the men's shot put. Ex- uh, exactly, ex- what days it's on. And uh, that, do you take a late run at it, or do you like to get into a, a, a village or a, a, a team type setup early on in the piece? or do you like it to to cool your heels a wee bit out of, out of uh, out of dodge, as we say? Yeah,
0: look, I I don't spend a lot of time in the village. You know, before before four world champs i'll probably get in there on the 16th uh and the competitions on the 19th so you know that's kind of three days uh in there in there prior to it um where you know of course some people like soaking up the atmosphere a bit more but i like to you know kind of take care of business at at the pre-camp um which will be in the south of france which will be nice and then and then get in there pretty late and and kind of go there and get a job done and, and and then get out so um yeah, it's uh, but it is a pretty cool atmosphere being in like a village setting. You know, it's, uh, it's it's just it's something that you'll never experience anywhere else. You know, you the food's you know twenty four seven, Smithy, which isn't bad, and and there's always people walking around and chatting and so forth. So it's pretty cool.
1: Do you have a strategy at a world championship or an Olympic in terms of? Uh, do you go hell for leather at it, or do you make sure that you get a counter, or and build throughout your series, or what? do you have a strategy to, to put? Po- uh, what happened in Tokyo, mate?
0: Um,
1: Hold on, I wouldn't do that. I, no, maybe you've changed your strategy with it.
0: Changed your strategy? Yeah. Look, I, I, the way I look at it, um, from my point of view, especially in the qualifying rounds, is if I try and throw a distance, um, it, it doesn't generally work. I'd, I I literally just go in there and go, look i'm going to try and make this ball go as far as i can um and and if i do that well uh, i'm going to throw well over the qualifying mark i'm going to stay in the circle easily and so forth like that but as soon as i try and you know put the brakes on a little bit or, or try and only throw it at 90 percent, you know things get a little bit shorter things get a little bit tighter um and that's generally where i personally make mistakes so um it's it's helpful for, for me in the qualifying rounds and then it's healthy leather in the final because um, you, you've only got six cracks at it and uh, you got to try, you know, make it, get one of those ones. All you need is one, mate. So um, you've got to have six good cracks.
1: You're on the road a lot. Uh, what do you miss about home even now at your ripe old age of 31? What, 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 uh, what do you think <laughs> about most?
0: oh i think uh well you know obviously my partner dana she's um back home a lot and uh you know keeping the fire burning at home my dog um ripper you know it's uh as bad as it sounds to me. you know i I can talk to dana every day on the phone and she kind of understands why i'm away but my dog doesn't um so that was that's pretty hard leaving him but uh no i I just um what's awesome about I, i don't know i just love coming home back to new zealand it's uh it's always just such a nice feeling to come home, and, and uh, it just feels like the place for me, mate. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I do miss I do miss everything about it, but this is my job for for the foreseeable future, and uh, there will be there's not too many years left of me doing this. So, I've got to soak it up while I can.
1: Hey, you still stay in touch with, uh, like, you know, are you able to stay in touch with uh, all, what's happening with the All Blacks? Uh, what's happening with perhaps the football women's World Cup at the moment? Do you, do you are you able to catch up with that?
0: Yeah, look, technology's great, mate. There's um, many ways to watch different sporting events on at the moment, and um, and uh, especially now that there's a few more Kiwis on tour that we uh, we we try and watch the the foot uh, the well the All Blacks. The other day were actually in Poland. Um, and the South African boys were, so a few of the South African sprinters were there too, so we were kind of uh, watching it together and giving them a bit of, bit of lip about, you know, not playing that well against us and so forth. So uh, definitely try and keep up with it as much as I can.
1: Good on you, mate. Hey, uh, great to hear um, that that things are on track for you, Tom, and uh, that you've made yourself available to us, uh, as you always do, which is fantastic. All the very best in the build-up, uh, and all eyes on uh, Budapest, um, and as you say, uh, just over three weeks time We're, we can't wait mate cheers and all the very best
0: hey thanks thanks for having me on somebody